If you're suffering from any kind of skin problems, this podcast is for you. I would love for you to join me as I explore and share the teachings of Anthony William, Medical Medium. This is the You Can Heal Your Skin podcast, and trust me, you can do just that. You can heal your skin. I have healed the psoriasis that I struggled with for most of my life, and if my skin can clear up, so can yours. It's all about understanding why we are sick and what we can do to start healing. My name is Sandra Svensson, and I'm so happy to have you here. Hello and welcome to another episode of You Can Heal Your Skin. In today's episode, we're going to talk about money. If you've already started to eat more healing foods and you've adapted to this lifestyle, and then you know that it's not a cheap lifestyle, right? Healing is expensive because healing foods are expensive. About six years ago, which is a couple of years before I started to follow the medical medium lifestyle, I decided to have a food budget, just to see how much money I could save during a year. I started with an average food budget and then challenged myself to go lower and lower, and I was amazed at how low I could actually go. But eating like that was not healthy. So what did I eat? I ate a lot of dried food, like I ate a lot of pasta, a lot of pasta. I also ate a lot of eggs. And I bought a lot less fresh fruits and vegetables. And my skin did suffer because of this. My psoriasis got worse, for sure. And even though it was fun to save money, I didn't enjoy the food as much. I really didn't. But fast forward a few years and I started the whole medical medium lifestyle. I eased into it, kind of dipped my toes in the water. But as I could see that my psoriasis was clearing up, with just a few of the things that I did, uh, I got very motivated. And with every step I took on my healing journey, it kind of just got more and more expensive, like the further along I went. But I didn't care about the money, not really. Like all I cared about was my health and my healing. And I didn't care how much it, it cost me financially. I really didn't. But this year, I've started to experiment with a food budget again without letting go of the healing foods and my healing journey. And this is what I want to talk about in this episode, how to navigate the reality of the expenses. Apart from working as a health coach, where I help people transform their skin from the inside out, I also work as a massage therapist, and I love both of my jobs, and I feel very lucky to have found something that I really, truly enjoy. It hardly feels like work, and I feel truly blessed. I really do. I love my life. But things have shifted in the last few years. Things started to change a little bit with the pandemic. I still had a lot of massage clients, but things started to shift a little bit. And then the inflation hit. And all of a sudden, there was a major drop in my bookings. It was a big difference. And I've been doing this for quite a few years, and I've been fully booked for years and years. But this makes sense to me because massage is kind of the first thing that people stop treating themselves to when they have to look at their expenses. For most people, it's a luxury. 
even though it's so good for our health, it's still one of the first things that people take out when they look at their expenses. So I've had a major drop in my income in the last two years or so, but at the same time, all my expenses have increased. My rent has increased and the food has become a lot more expensive. It's not been a great situation for me. So I've basically been living above my means for a while, uh, and this doesn't feel good. I'm always going into my savings account just to make ends meet, and it doesn't feel good. It, it's not a nice feeling. Now, I knew that I didn't want to change my diet in any way. My healing was my number one priority. But this was, at the same time, this was causing me a lot of stress. The situation I was in was stressful, and it made me worry a lot. Like, am I going to get any more bookings this week? Am I going to be able to take a salary this month? And I'm quite an optimistic person, so I would just try to push my worries aside and think positive thoughts. Like, everything will work out, it will turn around soon, it'll be all right. Don't worry about it. But this worry was always there underneath the surface. And maybe it wasn't strong all the time, but it was always there. Like, always. And the truth is that this stress is actually far more damaging to my liver and to my skin than whatever I put in my mouth. And when I finally accepted that I actually do feel this stress and I do feel this worry all the time, I realized that I had two options. Number one, I could look for another job. And number two, I could see if I could cut my food expenses somehow. And since I love my job so very much, and I love the time freedom it gives me, I decided to start with trying to cut my expenses. And you know what? It was a lot easier than I thought it would be. So let's start with having a look at what my expenses were before. So for about two solid years at least, I had been spending between 750 and 900 euros a month on food for one person. So compared to family and friends who don't follow this lifestyle, this is a lot of money. So my goal was to be able to, little by little, come down to around 550 euros a month. This would mean that I would spend between 200 and 350 euros less every month. This is quite a big change. My main focus was to keep staying away from all the troublemaker foods, as I was still very much wanting to continue my healing, so troublemakers were a big no-no. Like, absolutely no chance in hell that I was going to eat troublemakers. I also wanted to keep eating healing foods. Like, I could decide to bring in more filler foods, but this was not what I wanted. I was very clear that I still wanted to eat healing foods. This was not negotiable for me. So my first decision was to focus even more on potatoes. Potatoes are fairly cheap, they're very healing, and they also make you feel satisfied and grounded. I even thought about doing the potato monocleanse for a few weeks, but right now that's it's just too much for me. Like I don't feel motivated to do it, and honestly it feels a little bit too restricted. But I could still bring in more potatoes without having to eat only potatoes, right? So I did this, I brought in a lot more potatoes, so now I'm having potatoes for lunch, I'm having potatoes for dinner, and it's wonderful. I love it. I can't get enough of potatoes. I also decided to be more strict about buying what's in season. For instance, I absolutely love watermelon. 
And I would eat watermelon on most mornings, all year round. Yes, I would enjoy them a lot more during the summer, but I would still eat them all year round, even though they were not as sweet and even though they were a lot more expensive, because I just loved them so much. And I know that they're great for my healing. But I stopped buying watermelons as soon as the season ended the summer. Do I miss it? Sometimes I do, yes. But instead of thinking about that, I turned my focus to other fruits that were in season. So autumn arrived and the stores were full of apples and pears. And I love both of them. And they are both great for healing the skin. And one of my friends has apple trees. And I honestly don't know how many big bags of apples she has given me this fall. She's so generous. And I don't know I don't know how many kilos, but it must be like 30 kilos, 40 kilos. I don't know. So much apples. And I'm so grateful. Like I'm beyond grateful. I've saved a lot of money on fruit because of this. And then winter came and oranges and tangerines started to show up. I absolutely love all citrus fruits. Love them. And the price of oranges now in winter compared to the price of oranges in summer, it's just such a massive difference. So now I'm buying a lot more oranges and I'm really enjoying them instead of thinking of the watermelon I cannot have. And another thing about buying more in season is that when spring and summer arrives next year and the big juicy watermelons come back, I'm going to be so ridiculously happy about it. I'm going to be enjoying it so much. And I think that that's also pretty amazing. To just really live within the season and enjoy the season that you're in. I think that's beautiful. Another thing that changed is the leafy greens that I consume. I'm very aware that it's better to alternate and bringing lots of different greens. But right now, at this moment in time, I'm focusing on romaine lettuce and spinach. Romaine lettuce is by far the cheapest one. It's also the one I really enjoy eating. And the one that when I have it at home, I actually eat it. I enjoy eating it. It's fresh. It's crunchy. I don't know. It's just delicious. And then I love spinach too. It's not that expensive. And I always put a big load in with my heavy metal detox smoothie to make sure that I get enough mineral salts every day. So the mineral salts are still very important to me. I'm very focused on glucose and mineral salts. So even if I just buy romaine lettuce and spinach, I still get a lot of mineral salts and I'm trying to focus on that. I've also started to eat a lot more dates. Dates are amazing. They're very filling and they're very healing. And I love them, so I'm buying a lot more dates now. And I find that they're not that expensive, actually. Another thing I've done is that before I started this experiment, I would drink a smoothie for lunch every day, seven days a week, without fail. I loved it. I loved how quick it was to prepare. I loved how little dishes there were afterwards. I loved the taste. I loved the texture. And I loved all the healing properties it gave me. Now I only have smoothie for lunch maybe once or twice a week. At the most, I would say, no more than that. So what do I have instead? Like I said before, I have potatoes. I started with steaming potatoes and peas, and I added a little bit of sea salt, and I, I really quite enjoyed that. But after a while, after two weeks or so of that, I started to feel that salt 
did me no good. I mean, I already knew this. But before this, I would always be salt-free until dinner. And on some days, I would be completely salt-free, of course. So then I started to eat my potatoes in peace without salt. And honestly, it's the best thing. I enjoy it so much now. And especially now during winter, it's really nice to have something warm for lunch. I'm actually quite enjoying that. And the thing is that this is still very healing. Potatoes are amazing, peas are amazing, but it's a lot cheaper than making smoothies. A lot cheaper. Because when I was making smoothies, I always had to make sure that I had ripe bananas at home, that I had frozen berries of some kind in my freezer, that I had lots of spinach, I had lots of coconut water, or whatever I used to put in it. And those are all expensive ingredients, especially if you consume this each and every day. Now, another reason I chose to make this shift is because I had a period in spring and summer where I was detoxing like crazy. I went all in, like 200%, and I went too far. And I will talk more about this experience in an upcoming episode, but I was really swollen and my body was struggling with all this detox that was happening. So I also wanted to slow my detox down a bit without introducing filler foods or anything like that. And potatoes are less detoxing than fruit. Fruit is the most healing thing we can eat. And I wanted to make this shift both for calming down the detox and for saving money. So it just serves me well on both levels right now. Another thing I've noticed is that I'm also more open-minded when I go shopping now. Like what's on offer? What is cheaper this week? Then I'm buying more of that produce. Like before, I used to write my list and go in and be so focused on finding what was on that list. Now I'm more chill and I actually take in what they have to offer. I also go to different shops and learn what they usually offer cheaper and which shops are better at certain produce and so on. You can ask me the price of pretty much any food and I can tell you how much it is at different stores. I'm very aware of how to make the most of the different stores that I have around me. And something that I've realized with this experiment that has been quite profound for me is the stress that I used to be under. Not only the stress of living above my means, which caused me to live with some kind of constant worry, but also the stress of doing everything. The stress of the more the better. And I've come to the realization that I don't agree with the more the better. It doesn't resonate with me. And I see it out there all the time. The feeling of you need to follow all the protocols, you need to do all the juices, you need to do the 369 cleanses on repeat all the time, you need to take all the supplements... Like, there's just so much performance and stress wrapped into that, and it doesn't sit well with me. And there are a lot of practitioners out there who's just pushing you to go further and further and do more and do more, and honestly, this can be quite harmful. Anyway, I can talk more about that in another episode, because I think I have quite a lot to say about that, but let's continue. So I don't have a car but I would ride my bike all around town to go to different stores and do my shopping. Like I would go several times a week, like three, four times a week. And I'm not even exaggerating when I say that it was common that I had to carry produce of at least, at least 15 kilos home, 
like several times a week. So this was a very stressful event in and of itself. Now I go shopping twice a week. And it's not nearly as heavy. I get away with fewer bags. Yes, it's still heavy, but it's nothing compared to how it used to be. Now it's a lot more chilled. I enjoy going shopping twice a week. It's more enjoyable. I'm more relaxed. And the thing is that I'm still healing. I haven't really changed that much. I'm still only eating healing foods. But okay, I'm not doing cucumber juice every day. Or I'm not juicing parsley every day now. Or I'm not having smoothies for lunch every day now. But I'm still healing. I'm still only eating healing foods. And I'm doing so much good for myself and for my health, but with a lot less stress. And as a matter of fact, I've also managed to get another job. A job that I really, really, really enjoy. A job that I can do from the comfort of my own home, whenever it suits me. And I couldn't be happier about that. I absolutely love it. So now I continue with my coaching. I continue with my massage. And I have another job that gives me a little more income and takes away so much of the stress that I used to experience. This is very, very healing for my liver and for my skin. Now, I also want to say that this is my experience right now. This is what works for me. You might be in a completely different situation. You might feel wonderful on more filler foods, or you might have to be at a very specific level for you to be able to heal without pushing the detox too much, right? Or you might not have any financial worries and you can buy watermelon all year round or you can, you know, you can do whatever you want to do. Then great, enjoy that. I just want to inspire you to take a look at all the things you consume in a day and ask yourself, is all of this necessary? Is there something I can change in my life to make it a little bit more stress-free? Is there anything I can do to create a more chill environment around the food? Because as I said before, the adrenaline that comes with that stress is far more damaging than anything else you do. It does more harm than the diet does you good. Are you with me? The stress and the adrenaline does more harm than the diet does you good. So, I did manage to achieve my goal of 550 euros a month. For the last four months, I've spent between 450 and 600 euros a month, with an average of 500 euros. That means that I've managed to cut my food expenses between 30 and 40%, and I've also managed to get rid of a lot of the stress around my finances, and this feels amazing. And now it's kind of like a challenge to me, and I'm having fun with it, like how low can I go this month? Without going too far, of course, because I'm very aware of what my goals are and how I want to feel. I believe that the more fun we make it, the better for our health. Like, everything doesn't have to be so damn serious all the time. And as Medical Medium says, keep a light heart. Yeah, keep a light heart. Do your best and enjoy every step of the journey. Thank you so much for listening today. I appreciate you so much. Stay tuned, stay positive, and please know that you don't need to do it all. More is not always better. Try to do the best you can and be chill about it. Talk to you soon.
I'm so happy to have you here. I know what it's like to feel like a prisoner in your own body, to want to crawl out of your own skin every now and then. This information has truly changed my life. I finally feel free in my skin. I finally feel peaceful in my body. And I want the same for you, my friend. I really do. With this podcast, I hope to be able to inspire you and help you forward in your healing somehow. If you're new to this and you're looking for some guidance to get started, then I've got you covered. I've created a free mini course that is also called You Can Heal Your Skin, where you will learn all the basics. And if you've been on your healing journey for a while and you feel like you're a bit stuck and in need of a helping hand, then please go ahead and check out my coaching program. It's called Skin Healing with Sandra and it runs for six months. During this time, you get six coaching calls with me, one per month, and you also get continual support between sessions. So in my coaching program, you'll never feel like you're doing it on your own. I'm right there with you every step of the way. On top of this, you'll also get access to over 100 recipes that are designed to help you transition into a healthier lifestyle that will allow you to finally heal your skin. You can find all the details at my website, sandrasvensson.com, or by clicking the link in the show notes. This podcast and its content are presented for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, or prescription. Make sure you consult your doctor if you have a condition that requires medical attention. Please do not ignore medical advice or postpone medical appointments because of something you have heard on the You Can Heal Your Skin podcast.